What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. Coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. Broadcasting live, breaking all the news, chopping it up, have you, from the Cabinet Creation Sports Desk. This bad boy is just, I, I came in today, and in typical Gooch fashion, things were changed. Things were changed again. Gooch again, does this once a month. Better. He has a syndrome. You have a thing. It's better in here. It's well, way better in here, but like, it, like again, like oh, look what I did! I did it! Look all my contributions! All right, well, good. You you improved the lighting. You got the overhead thing going on here. You got the lights over here. It's a packed house. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. It is Dina behind the glass. It is Wrestling Rob. It is A Four. It is uh, the the ghosts that are living in here. There's so many people in here. Later on, we'll be joined by Scoop Espo and of course the Toast. Uh, the talk of the town to talk about the Sweet 16, which is going down and is back as of tonight. So um, happy about that. Pumped about that. Lots to get into. But first and foremost, we have to say and go through the necessary plugs. Skis. I see. I knew I was going there. We did a commercial right. yesterday, by the way. And and uh, my, uh, Chris mocked me on it, which was good. It was good. You'll me. Gooch, sorry. Yes, remember you said you plug. You give us the old subscribe ski. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Subscribe ski, ladies and gentlemen. So you can do that. A massive surge yesterday. Congratulations to us again. I always say congratulations. I just want to say good shit. But we're uh, moving in the right direction. Also, starting hopefully, probably tomorrow, uh, if not the other day. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to announce that we've been re-up and signed by Manscaped. So everything you heard yesterday. Totally forget about it. Um, so Manscaped, one of the greatest companies I've ever <laughs> worked with. In my entire I mean, life. obviously they're the greatest ever. I mean, right. just bar none. So Manscaped.com will be back tomorrow, and we'll get all those reads, and we'll get everything straightened out with them. Uh, it just took them a couple of days. I think uh, my contact was at a conference, so therefore he wasn't able to get to his phone. Or I was going to say, like they. Their communication is above and beyond. Like the bridge of communication <laughs> has never been severed. Are we kissing Great that? company. Also, if you want to support Chop Sports in a monetary way, ladies and gentlemen, you can do so by going over to patreon.com forward slash uh, Chop Sports. So you can do that. There's a $3 tier, a $5 tier, a $10 tier. The $10 tier will get you into the Chop Sports queue on a discounted rate. Also, we'll get you baseball bingo, which is a fantasy baseball bingo, which Gooch has started to manifest in his head we don't want to give you too many details because the world knows that everybody steals everything so i just don't want all the details it's like yeah zero people do this and well, he's nobody, like well you have it here but it's not it's, this it's not that it's it's a very it's different a version big one. of it they Can't do it in milwaukee wait. for like baseball games but they don't do it for the season and the way i'm doing it yeah so i uh, think i could sell this idea so it's, if it's you're gonna a be a lawyer seek me out I, I'm pretty sure uh, go maybe Fusco go. can help us out. He's yeah, He's perfect. got literally everything. We'll talk about him in a little bit. Good morning to the chat. Um, uh, which we'll call it, looks like Toast good. jumped in way early. So that's fine. That's he can chill there. He can watch the show waiting. from the green room. Have you? No, <laughs> he's <on>. back out. <laughs> so Yeah. Later on, we'll be joined by Toast and uh, we'll talk NCAA. But again, Thank you guys for subscribing to the channel. Another nice little jump. Um, we had we're about at eight forty one right now, so like we're still moving in the right direction. I think we started the week at like eight twenty four, so we're moving. We're trying to get to a thousand. I would love to get to a thousand before I don't know Easter. Does that make like a realistic thing? You're gonna say when's Easter? Ah, I knew that. <laughs> when's Easter? I will be in Disney World for Easter. Uh, it's in the middle of April. Uh, my two shirts came in yesterday. I'm pumped about it. Uh, they're just too. I want to get there by April first, bro. I want to get Disney World. No, I don't. (laughs) I don't think I'll ever go back to Disney World. I went once and it was dreadful. I haven't been to Disney World. Oh Jesus, thirteen years old maybe. I haven't been since. 
full. No desire. Yeah, all right. Well, you know what? When you got little kids and they're excited and all that shit, it's a it's a good thing and a good time. I know Miles won't really get into it, but Stella has been telling telling everybody that she showed my mom the the That's not good at all. I've read to your No. It makes me very uncomfortable. That's very uncomfortable. So Mom Mir Fit knows all about your taint jungle. Yeah, well. Or lack thereof because of the beautiful manscape lawnmower 4.0. <laughs> right. So I right. All right. So one, no tame jungle Jesus. because the jungle has been tamed by uh, what's the guy that is uh, no the Grim Reaper. No, 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 no. The guy that flies around in the jungle. George, George of the jungle. Tarzan. There it is, Tarzan. So George of the, the same thing, right? George. Yeah, uh, no, I wasn't thinking of curious. George, shut uh, up, man. Uh, A four. You saw. Uh, He's also. A child, so he right, probably you knows. Don't know that. That. You don't know that. George, George, George of the jungle. Right. Hop down from that tree. You can now watch out for that. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude, what a great show. Um, don't You're need the peanut. Oh, here gallery. we go. Don't need any of the peanut gallery. Well, guess what? This is what happens when you come in to the Chop Sports chat. And of course, the pinned message on the top, there is a way to call in. And of course, we'll get to you if we get to you. Uh, but yesterday was the debut of the call ins. It was great. Officer Chris Payne did it from the bowels yeah, of, I got of, a, of the- a lot of good reviews on that. Yeah. Several it's people dope. reached out and said, yeah, that call in thing is a good thing. I just got to work on the background because that makes me. Crazy. I know you're a, you're a psychopath Crazy. when it comes to everything like that. Um, if you don't like Disney, you ain't doing it right. Thank you, Toast, my man. So yes, Nick, live from Disney. That will be a thing. I will be he in the freaking like, Cinderella's like the, castle the wild, doing a broadcast. The wild world of sports and just sits there. Well, did you know Toast doesn't go to Disney? He goes that's to so funny. Wait, wait, that wait. was the game. What? Did what? you know that Toast proposed to his wife in front of Cinderella's castle? See, that's adorable. Doesn't everybody actually? Else do that? But does, yeah, nothing. everybody else does. <laughs> I uh, I proposed in bed, just like yo, you want to. Want to do this or <laughs> like? That's like, well, it. yeah, it's like a uh, fucking Rocky. You, know, I, I you mind if you won't oh, marry man, me very much? Joke that presented itself, and I'm not going to take it. What are you doing for the next? Uh, what are you doing for the next twenty to thirty years or whatever Rocky says <laughs> uh, when they're running around the ice yeah. rink? Um, anyway, what was that there, Dina? Oh, I'm reading Ashley's comment. Talking shit. She's talking no, she's talking good about Toast's king behavior. I'm imagining that like he's <laughs> always in front. Of, she said that's. Certified for some behavior. girls, that's it. That probably would not be my thing. Yeah, you want to be. Yeah, I, I know Dina. Dina's gonna want to get proposed to in like an octagon, like literally uh, live in the cage, like just somebody like just Madison just fighting. Or yeah, then they, so you're one of those people that want one of the bill, like the the screens, like oh, like yeah. it's like oh happy birthday, yeah. Scotty. Happy birthday. <laughs> like, and then the last like, one, yeah, hold this L real quick. But do you want to? Uh, the the last one, the last <laughs> one is like, and will you marry me, Dina, from whoever the fuck you know? And then like, <laughs> and then it. she's like sitting there like, oh, I don't know. And then you see Julius Randall like, yeah, do it. As I've like, been out by thirty. This article for thirty minutes. <laughs> All right, we'll stop okay. looking. How about that? Nope. How about that? Need it. Um, also, Dat Chat. Go check it out. New social media. You got to check those guys out. Of course, I looked at the chat yesterday in the group. It's growing again. Over three hundred people. Great, grand, wonderful. Love those guys. Um, oh, happy birthday shout out, which I don't typically do because I mean everybody's birthday is like every day, so it doesn't really like I don't want to like pick anybody out in particular but we got to do this happy birthday to the one the only curtis counts happy birthday to curtis sells houses one of our big endorsers gooch has no idea what happy i'm talking birthday, about curtis love you happy buddy birthday, curtis. okay you were paying attention so now like i wonder if this is payback for yesterday article. i found the article. okay so now you're writing down whatever you got to write down great all right so uh kyle said i plan on proposing by placing a ring inside a steak burrito from bubba Coos. <laughs> that lucky girl <laughs> 
<laughs> that's fantastic. Oh my goodness. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's cool. Um, before we get into all the stuff we want to get into a follow-up, uh, from based off of the things we've been talking about for the first three days of this week came to a conclusion yesterday and came to a, uh, an end when two guys got in trouble, we saw Masvidal get arrested for all that crap that he did with Colby Covington. And then we saw Conor McGregor getting involved again with the law. Uh, this time, Conor McGregor decided to just stretch his leg out a little bit, go a little fast on the highway. Uh, did they clock him at anything? I didn't read much of the details. They just said he was driving crazy, which I Conor mean, McGregor doesn't have shocker. to live by wow. the same set of rules. Breaking news. Else. Conor's a moron. You think that Conor McGregor gives a shit? That he's got, uh, he got a ticket. He got arrested for a ticket. It's a crazy ticket because if you're getting arrested, you must have been, he must have been going like a buck, like Mark Twelve. Crazy. I don't know so why I said it like that. Reckless driving, dangerous <laughs> driving, whatever it is. But I think what it really comes down to is uh, Conor McGregor is not to be outdone by anybody. So <laughs> if Jorge Masvidal hold is being my, sought uh, hold by my the proper police, 12. if he's being sought by the police, then Conor McGregor is like, wait, hold, yeah, you, I'm right here. You initially, I don't think you did. I say my no, joke earlier. No, we just. Same page there. So, yeah, Connor's like, fuck. It's like I see him every day or something. I'm trying to get arrested, too, because (laughs) we all I say this all day. Connor McGregor does these things on purpose. There's no reason why he wouldn't get arrested, because what's a bad boy? You know, like Connor McGregor stays in the front page of the news, whether it's good or bad. And that's why he's most likely, unfortunately, going to get a title shot upon his return. With all these arrests and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, you're now headline news, so now you're going to get into the title fight. Now two criminals can go battle uh, Masvidal versus McGregor. Why don't we do that? Why don't we do, like, parole on a a pole match? Can we talk a little bit about the Masvidal? How do you like that? Do we see the Masvidal mugshot? Oh, I was going to pull it up, but I, I, for whatever reason, it didn't fit in the graphic. What did I say yesterday? I said I wanted a mugshot. I got my mugshot. I was happy about it. I thought Masvidal would have used that opportunity to, like, do something funny or Face do something up. like he doesn't give a fuck. He looked very disappointed in his action. I wonder why in that in that mugshot. Is it is it is it because maybe just maybe he's now proving Colby's point of being a deadbeat dad and getting arrested? I think so. No um, no offense to anybody who's ever gotten arrested before, but this guy's a piece of shit and everybody yeah. knows that. So and I, I don't I don't know why. Go ahead, Rob. I agree. I think he looked he looked like sick. Defeated. Like, he looked, yeah, he yeah, looked, he looked like, like fuck. I regret what like, I did. Why God. would I do that? And I really think he does. I mean, he just. It was well, a stupid thing he shouldn't have did. He, it got out of hand. He got embarrassed in the ring. He did. He got his ass kicked, didn't look prepared, and took the shot he thought he had, and now he looks stupid. And I hope he doesn't get any fucking more shots again either. I really Not do. a boy, Rob. Yeah, I really off. do. I like now, sound obviously, off. we got the Chop Sports guys sounding off, but we also have the MMA community sounding off a lot. You got Tyron Woodley. Internet, uh, internet sticking up MMA community? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> that is rich. Well, you got you got a, a bunch of guys that are caping up for Masvidal in this situation. But the reality is, the more and more these things come out, and the more MMA fighters come out, this isn't going to age well because no. most of the most of the society, including MMA society, looks at this as a fucking scumbag move. I don't know <laughs> that the UFC brass is going to look at it as a scumbag move. They're probably not going to not give him another title shot or another shot. Masvidal just signed a deal. This is par for the course for UFC fighters. You're going to see. Plain and simple, Masvidal will still get big fights, and Connor is still going to get big fights. The Connor arrest, like I said, is is a non-issue to me. It's just driving. Masvidal, you know, criminal mischief. Um, uh, what is it? Felony battery. Yeah. Yes. So felony battery. I don't know if they charge felony battery because you have to be considered a weapon. Aren't right? the, aren't the, the I, fists registered? I don't know if that's, if that's a real thing, but they, that's always I did been find said. out yesterday that um, Florida is 
is one of those combat. A states. mutual combat it's sport. Mutual combat. Well, it makes sense. They live in. What does that mean? The swamp. Again? Refresh. It means my like if you would have just said, "Hey, well, do you want to fight?" And Kobe was like, "Yeah," and they would have fought. <laughs> but that's <laughs> not how it went down. Like, is it, the police report straight up says like he rushed him. Just big John McCarthy comes running down the street. Hold on, hold on. And, um, Chris I Payne. To talk a little about <laughs> a little uniform bit about what uh, what Khabib said. Oh, why? Khabib. What did he, what did he say? You sent it. I didn't read. Yeah, it. Khabib coming out and saying that nobody should ever fight Colby Covington again, and essentially saying that yeah, you you won your fight in the octagon, but when you talk about somebody's kids, which I still again. I still say again. he didn't talk about his kids. Cringe worthy shit. About him, he was actually defending. He was actually defending his kids. Yeah, he was yeah. like, yeah, you're a piece of shit father, like. Those kids deserve as far better. As I saw there was pictures of Colby with Maritza, who is Jorge Masvidal's ex-wife. I would imagine that if there was a real somebody talking real shit about your kids, the mother wouldn't want you around them either. And it might right? be the kids. Maybe the so, kids are saying, "Hey, Uncle Colby." <laughs> like, that's true. You, you know? know, Daddy's an asshole. Well, well yeah. But well, back to the Khabib now. statement, it's like Khabib, you're a fucking hypocrite. You you either need to take a fight right. or shut the fuck up. Because nobody wants to hear what your opinion is because your opinion is shit. He's the guy that doesn't want women's MMA, right? Are we still listening to Khabib, right? Are we actually still listening to Khabib right now? Women's MMA should be banned. The guy has the most archaic belief system because I'm not going to get into what he is. I think he's a terrorist, but... <laughs> I'm not going to get into what I think he is. Terrorist. I think he's a terrorist in the uh, same breath. I'm not going to get into it. I stated <laughs> it, but I'm not going to get into why. If you care to know why I think he's a terrorist, can... DM me and I'll let you know. <laughs> But or you could just Google it. I got yeah, time to He's got ties to terrorism. That's all I'm gonna say. And his uh, manager, what's his name? Adi, <laughs> Ali Abdel Aziz. He's also a scumbag, piece of shit, rat. Who? Terrorist. His uh, manager. Oh, oh. I thought you said though, Aziz. Man. I'm like, what the fuck is Ari? Um, I'm sorry, dude. They're like training. But this is not a good look for the UFC. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, yes, we love fighting, and it's in our DNA to uh. love all this stuff. But now this is another incident outside the octagon. Where you're getting your fighters fighting in the street or in it's the stands. It's not a good look for the UFC, but you're not gonna. I don't see any suspensions looming. No, I don't see. No, anything no, like no that. that's not true. I mean, it's brand new. Like, what's Dana gonna do above the law? He's gonna it's penalize him before it. the, the court it. system you does. Think not you Roger Goodell. I mean, <laughs> right? He's not right. Perfect. I mean, perfect. I mean, I do perfect. think that Dana White's gonna brush this under the rug like he does most other things. That when he has a situation, an opportunity to make a ton of money. He, he capitalized. I think the Rock feels he gave that guy that that badass belt or whatever. And he just look. At you the know, end, the Rock's probably like. Mm, at the, end, ah, of the, day, at the end of the day, I think everybody that backed Masvidal at one point or another, they're okay for that. Like Masvidal didn't always be this way. He kind of like went down a shitty path since he's gotten filthy rich, and now he's kind of like Connor, where he just does what he wants. It seems like he's yeah, not training hard, so. but he's fights. not Connor though. Right. That's Agreed. the difference. Agreed. I'm not saying that he. Is no, I get what you're saying. Be Connor, but, point, but since these two are just now sitting in a jail cell on different sides of the world, why don't we just have them fight next? I like, like that's it. the most ideal situation. Uh, they've been talking shit for years, back and forth. I think Connor has a real good chance if they fought. I didn't think that a year and a half ago, but Masvidal just looks fat and slow now. Uh, Chris Payne coming back in. You were worried about me getting you guys uh, deplatformed as he calls an MMA fighter a terrorist simply because he believes women shouldn't be. No, no, it's a lot. It's a stoned. lot more than that. You know, Khabib, yeah, he's, a lot more he's, than that. Khabib's not canceled. No, he's not. I'm going to be canceled for saying that Khabib's a terrorist. No, I'm being. A, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> dun dun dun. Not sure if he's actually a terrorist. 
So anyway, so that that was fun. Um, that is now resolved, I guess, and we'll see what happens next in this next chapter of that book. Also, but it's annoying. Ben, uh, go find out what Ben Askren said about the situation. I don't have the quote, but he was the pretty much, another he another was like one. The polar opposite of what Khabib said, and he, it's so well said and well put. And I can't right. agree more. All right. So uh, before we get into some of the uh, good morning there, Sam. Um, before we get into any of the obviously what. Ha- it happens all the time with us. Like as soon as we sign off details emerge and there's a big trade, but before we go there, I have to give credit where credit is due. It was something we were all worried about uh, because if you're a Yankees fan or a Mets fan, as of the, as of, you know, two days ago, you know, you, you realize that, Oh no, if my guys aren't vaccinated, we can't play home games, right? Because the Kyrie thing was in effect and all this other shit. Here comes the white knight himself. Here comes Steve Cohen. Uncle Steve, you saved the day, bro. So you call him the white knight. I call him the king. Right. He, He's this now the is, king the, of You want to talk about – Ashley talks about king-like behavior. This is king-like behavior. I need to know the details because I'm still confused. As far as I knew, that the Mets were completely good on the vaccine situation. He did a, he did a, he did a favor. You know why? Because he might want to try to trade for Aaron Judge. No. He, there, there was obviously rumors going around that New York people weren't going to be able to play or whatever. So as of – Tomorrow or no today, it's Thursday. Thursday. So as of today, whenever Mayor Eric Adams makes his announcement, um, all unvaccinated players are now allowed, or uh, all unvaccinated athletes and slash performers. I'm thinking that means Broadway. I'm thinking that means maybe pro wrestlers if they don't consider them athletes. Whatever they want to, you know, whatever. Um, they um, so it's going to be lifted for them and them only. Um, and then the common man still has to be vaccinated to work in New York. Tell me what sense that makes. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, it not at all. Are you a bot? You're going to get the boot. What's happening here? I don't know. Just don't even pay attention to oh. it if he is a bot. Oh, all right. Oh, so somebody made another account with the same name. Oh, that's cool. He's back. <laughs> it's been a long time. Oh, boy. All right. So it's been a long time. I, I didn't see uh, meow. Just don't pay attention to him, Ashley. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Leave it alone. Um, I, I Actually, you know what? Welcome back to the channel because I know it was been a long time, so I'm glad you're back now. And uh, welcome back to the Your show, plan man. Did not work. Yeah, We're subscribe, subscribe, like the video, um, hit the down uh, thumbs if you want to do that uh, for being you, and that's fine too. I'm Maybe cool it's with Kevin it. Durant's uh, you know fake thing that he uses. <laughs> so I found Ben Askren's quote. Oh, you got it, and it's I kind of love it. All right, well, um, <laughs> uh, it's it's, it's great. If you want it, get it. Um, you know, definitely look that up. But as as far as Steve Cohen is concerned, he paid off uh, one point one point four. No, one point five. Not sure uh, how many million. I don't know. I'm 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 kind of learning in real time. Oh, right I, then I wrote it down. I'm sorry. He uh, paid one point five million dollars to Eric Adams, Eric Adams, <laughs> Mayor Adams, and not Eric Adams. Uh, yeah, Eric Adams. Yeah. The mayor of New York. Okay, he paid it one point five million dollars into his campaign. Next thing you know, oh, the uh, little mandate ski is lifted. So that's fun. Um, and now we have baseball back in the Bronx and baseball back in Queens, and so nobody is this has to like worry an about actual it. thing or is this speculation? No, it's that, not. like Steve. No, I understand. No, there's an that. article that Bloomberg.com or whatever uh, put it out there that he that he endorsed or one point so five Bloomberg.com. Tip your hat to Bloomberg.com. Correct. How about SportsIllustrated.com dropping their article yesterday? Did you see what they were doing? This Chris, this is the article I was looking for. And Hawaii Mike dropped it in Facebook. This is where I found it. So shout out to Hawaii Mike again. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Mannix or Marix. I don't know how I wrote that. But either way, Chris, idiot, um, for Sports Illustrated, wrote an article saying that Kyrie shouldn't get exceptions and that 
the mayor is going to stand firm on this. And this was an hour before the announcement. So they actually wrote a huge ass article bashing like players and this, this privilege that they think they should get and saying like how the vaccine is or the, um, the pandemic is still very real and dangerous, et cetera, et cetera. And then an hour later, they came out and said that like exactly what they said that they would never do. The New York mayor was like, no, no, we will. Like players and <laughs> By entertainers the way, we're only. We're going to change everything we good. just talked about. So this article aged like a piece of doo-doo. Right. And it was clear, clear cut the worst article I've ever re read in my entire life. Like I wanted to argue mm. when I read it. Mm. Anything like that is kind of like, God damn it. Like, I wish he was right in front of me so I could argue with him. Right. But then, then I realized, like, this is why I don't talk about these things with people because. Not a Mets fan, but a fan of this guy, Cohen. That's a George Steinbrenner move. His kid should be ashamed of himself. Oh, you're talking about the other. The other I think he's talking about Steinbrenner's yeah, kids. Should I, be ashamed I agree. Of they they just, agree. yeah, they're, they're not. They're not George. But this was a puff your chest out move by Cohen saying that's cool. Uh, no, New York players will be playing. But you know, it's funny. It took for if it took for baseball to come back for them to do anything like this. The whole Kyrie thing was like, you know, it lasted as long as it is, and now all of a sudden the playoffs are here, or our playoffs are going to be here in about a week, and you know, all of a sudden Kyrie's back. Changes that, things. It changes yeah. a lot of things. Yeah, of course. And by the way, not all heroes wear capes. I blocked the other chop sports. <laughs> One <laughs> click of a button, ladies and gentlemen. Not that hard. Um, anyway, Bailey coming in. The fact that money can affect mandates in the most pathetic thing I've ever seen should have never prevented play to begin with. I agree with you, uh, Bailey, and money does. And in the same article that I'm talking things. about, he's talking about how it's so he's like, now, while I understand it's it doesn't make sense that the Minnesota Timberwolves unvaxxed players can play in Brooklyn, but Kyrie shouldn't be allowed because they shouldn't make an exception. It's like, no, they're already making tons of they're fucking exceptions. A bunch as of long exceptions. as you just don't get paid by New York. If like, if New York isn't collecting your state tax, then you could play. Like it's just such a, uh, it's a loophole paperwork bullshit. Mm. Anyway, idiot, uh, Chris idiot, uh, writer for Sports Illustrated. Go check him out. Well, I mean, 1,400 people. Wait, like, his last name's Idiot? No, no he, he couldn't pronounce it. Oh. Right? So I, <laughs> I was like, Chris wow, idiot. What a last name. Like, that really um, sucks. Yes, Mark, I pulled uh, Matt Hardy there. Delete, you're out of here. See you later. Dumb idiot. And, wow. Can, I think it's can I, just, can I just talk about this monumental moment dumb here? idiot. Monumental moment. Ashley, just consider one of my things. King behavior. Now king I feel behavior. I should be wearing a crown. See, now but yes, she's just throwing those kings out though. I know I like there's, there's a lot of kings going around here. A lot of kings. Well, guys, um, I hate to break it to you, but I am the one true king. This is true. I'm I not gonna. I'm not gonna argue in, in her world. Yes, yes. But as far as chop sports world, I can be a king. Yeah. I just can't wait to be king. Um, is there gonna be like a coup <laughs> one day? Okay, Simba. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah at least somebody got it. See, I was talking about. I'll run the military, and then one day we'll set up a military coup, and we'll oust the fucking the king. Yes. Yeah. Fine. Uh, so anyway, yesterday uh, the NFL broke some solid news. They actually broke on our show uh, in regards to what happened, and we're talking about the Tyreek Hill trade uh, that sends him to the Miami Dolphins. Um, look, first of all, the compensation was a little heavy. I mean, five picks. I know you said we talked about it in pre that maybe like the fourth, fifth, sixth round. Man, I'm not the fourth. The fifth is I say not the fourth because that's where Dak was drafted. The fifth and the sixth and the seventh round picks are kind of throwaway, like nobody gives a shit. Like they're like basically supplemental picks. But, you know, for the Dolphins to just keep adding this this arsenal. But like, do you think honestly, if if you're playing Madden and they offered all those all those picks, would this have gone through? Like, is this a fair trade? 
No, it seems like what I do when I'm making trades in Madden, I'll offer a first and a second, and they're like, no. And I'm like, all right, throw in a fourth. That doesn't matter. And they're like, still no. And then you throw <laughs> you in the fifth. You see the green bar then increasing you move up to a the little next bit. season, you throw in the sixth and the seventh. And then eventually they're like, this works. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> oh, you're damn right. It works. It's, like the, it's the exact same trade that I offered you initially with the first and the second. I don't know what changed now. Was it the 13 picks that nobody cares about? Mm. I guess so. But people are comparing it very similar to the Devontae Adams trade to the Raiders. I think that it's, you know, they got a little bit more, but I guess it was the situation. They paid him more money than Devontae. This you know, Devontae Adams was the highest paid wide receiver for a week. <laughs> and that was it. And here, all of a sudden, a massive new deal also comes in this trade. A four-year extension for $120 million. He's now making $30 million annually, which is now the highest paid player, highest paid non-quarterback in NFL history. So, ever. Insane. On a four-year deal. On a four-year deal. Like that, and that's just that's, that's, like that's gonna put him. But he's NBA. what thirty one? Is he's a little no, he's older, right? He's what? He's only twenty eight. Twenty eight years yeah. old. All right. So after this contract is up, if he plays the entire thing out, he'll be thirty two, looking for another bag. We'll see if he keeps his his cheetah like tendencies. This is fully guaranteed. No, after no. twenty twenty three, it becomes fully guaranteed. Uh, no, a big million. chunk of it becomes fully guaranteed after yeah. twenty twenty three. So he's got to play at least a year and a half to get all the cheddar. Uh, but we'll see. Okay, twenty eight. But as far as um, this trade goes in particular, now you're looking at this Dolphins offense and you're like, okay, hold on. You know, like, like hold the phone now. We were talking about how they were making better strides before this. You know, they have Jalen Waddle coming in the second year. Devontae Parker uh, is good. They just signed my guy, uh, Cedric Wilson. They signed, uh, who's the running back? Mostert? No, Chase Edmonds. Yes, Chase Edmonds. And now this trade happens. They franchise tag Gasecki. This offense, and now they got the best linemen in the free agency pool. They're making moves yeah, they, for this. They won this the day. They won the day in the NFL free agency before they even got, or the NF, NFL offseason because Tyreek was a trade. Before they even traded for Tyreek, right. the, the signing of Armstead right. really solidified that offensive line. It kind of put things into motion as to a, a very similar si uh, system that the 49ers are, ran because, you know, the coach is from there. Um, the 49ers, where they get Trent Williams last year? Yes. Right. Now they get their tackle. It's just they're doing things very similar. The 15 different running backs that are all basically the same player. You know, it's now they have probably the fastest wide receiver duo in history, right? Jalen Waddle yes. could burn. Yes. Tyreek Hill could burn. I maybe you could say that Tyreek Hill just left the fastest wide receiver duo <laughs> now, in history. Now it's funny. Who's faster, Mecole or Jalen Waddle? I guess they got a race. I guess they got a race. But you know, it's so funny you bring that up. Is the you put it out on content, Chris, uh, the Tim Tebow throw. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's one bro. of the best. I wish we would have brought it up. That's stupid on my part because I was laughing very hard at it. Uh, but now, look, Tua is the quarterback. Now, I don't know if people believe in Tua. I sure as hell don't yet um, as, a, as a starter in this league. But I think that uh, as Anthony's like, you know what? I've had enough of this shit. I'm leaving. Uh, is everything all right? Take one of what? He going pop pot? Front street, He's going pot potty? He's going to go potty? take a piss. Oh, all right. I got to well, take we'll one of those. I was like, what does that mean? Well, that call was a piss. adorable. Jesus. I got <laughs> Wait, do you have a fucking poop fetish or something? I was like, no, 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 one I, of those. What, who's, oh, the, she said it was yeah, adorable? Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. Adorable. But anyway, so it's it's funny. It's funny that this is happening to this offense because then you ask the re-question in the same breath, are the cheat, like, did all right, before I get to that, does this put the Dolphins ahead of the rest of the AFC East? No. Besides the Bills. Yes. Besides the Bills. So the Dolphins can finish second? Yes. Can they the jump Dolphins, the Pats the and Dolphins the Jets? The Dolphins were right there last year. They were right there behind the Patriots. And now a new head coach, all this new talent. Like, the Dolphins have themselves a, a coach that probably said, look, I'll come coach your team, but you got to give me a product. And here comes the product. 
So I think the Dolphins have a very good the chance. Dolphins that AFC nice East job. all of a sudden. They, just a month and a half ago, Ross was getting dragged because of the whole Brian Flores situation. So, They've done a decent job of kind of just getting the public to give it, not give a shit about that and now care about all the additions that they've made. I got I to gotta ask, though. Like, um, does it seem to you that all of a sudden the Bill Belichick-led Patriots are the only team not doing anything in the offseason? And now all of a sudden they're going to fall to the wayside. Like, yeah. look, look at the quarterbacks in that league, well, in that Jets, division. The, they're still quarterbacks be, aside, they're still going to be better than the Jets, I think. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. I, I'm on the Jets. I'm on the Jets hype the train right I, now. I, I mean, the Jets hype train. If they improve by three games, they're still not that great of a team. Right? What did they finish last year? Three Six wins. wins? Uh, three no. wins. Four wins, maybe. I think three or four. Like four. All right. Well, in any yeah, event, not a great season. So, so they'll try to get to over the, 500 this I don't, year. I don't think that the Jets are going to overtake the Patriots. I do think the Dolphins will overtake the Patriots, but not the Bills. And it will finish exactly like that. All right. Uh, Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. But the Jets are definitely on an upward trajectory, and the Patriots are kind of nowhere. They're just staying even, which is very par for the course. The Patriots will probably win the division next year. <laughs> just <laughs> now because you said that. It. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, now, on the flip side of that coin, what in God's name are the Chiefs going to do? Because now you got people talking. They're chirping out there. Okay, once this trade went down, I, I did notice one comment on one of the trade graphics. And it was Keenan Allen who said, now it's time to see somebody exposed. And I know he was referring to Patrick Mahomes. Now, Ole, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes without a Tyree kill. And now the, the Chiefs offense looks like this. It's him. It's Mahomes. It's Schuster. It's Hardman. It's still Kelsey. Kelsey's still one of the best in the league. Uh, the running game is just kind of eh, whatever. They're just kind of suspect. But now Smith Schuster's out there. Does this kind of does this kind of bump the Chiefs down a couple notches here when it comes to like hype? Um, I think that the defense lost some key pieces. They lost a D tackle that Green Bay just signed, Jaron Reed, who started every game for them last year. Decent numbers for uh, middle of the interior defensive line. Mm. Uh, Tyron Matthew gone. I think those are the more glaring L's. I know that we're talking. I, I'm not going to sit here and flip flop on how I was talking. I think Green Bay could still win a ton of games and be in a good spot when it's all said and done after losing Devontae. I still feel the same way about the Chiefs. I think in some sense, because they weren't going to give him that contract, I think they dodged a bullet. I think the Jets dodged a bullet. Uh, I don't believe in giving a receiver that much money. The only reason why I was on board with it for me is because I'm a huge fan of the guy in Devontae Adams. But in the long run, you know, uh, if Juju could stay healthy, he'll probably catch 80 to 90 balls there. Right? He's not going to blow the top off the defense, but maybe that's what the Chiefs need to stop doing playing that way. I mean, like, I don't, they haven't had much success because they're a one dimensional offensive team. Now they, they want a Super kinda, Bowl since. Right. I mean, yeah, since the, that's Mahomes, what got them there. since the Mahomes contract, I understand they haven't had much success. Let me rephrase. They haven't had much success over the last couple seasons. Fine. Right. They made it to the Super Bowl, but they got exposed big time by that defense. Now, Kyle brought something up before and I wanted to get to it and just, you know, the comments are coming fast and furious. And we thank you guys for watching this video. Please like the video as you're watching the show. It helps us out tremendously. Um, but he said something about how, you know, Mahomes. I read a tweet today. That said, and it, it Kyle sparked it in my brain. It said that um, the cap is is fake, right? Right in quotes. The cap is a myth, or the cap is fake. But meanwhile, and don't like jump off a bridge here. But like the Packers, I'm pay, very calm. I know the Packers paid Aaron Rodgers, then they lost wide receiver one. The Chiefs paid Mahomes, and now they just lost wide receiver one. There's something to giving the bag to these quarterbacks where you can't afford his See, most prized possession anymore. I'm, the I'm, Dallas Cowboys paid Dak Prescott. Now they don't have Amari Cooper. All of a sudden, your one receivers are on the move to teams that can afford them. Now, 
I, I get the point and I do agree like to Kyle's point that another big time quarterback contract, losing assets and losing pieces and weapons that he could perform with. Right. But in the case with Aaron Rodgers, the Packers offered Devonte Adams the money. He just, he decided to leave. So they didn't lose him because they couldn't afford him. Same case with Amari Cooper. The Cowboys have the money to give Cooper. They did. Yeah, I know. They now, just decided now they when the dust settles and so, you're seeing like, well, there's a chunk so, of money. Still, so like, I agree that the cap, is obviously there's a salary cap, but the cap is a myth. And I say that you could put air quotes around it or regular quotes. There's both sides of the coin here. Like there is an existing cap, right? right? But there is ways to manipulate that with salary cap gymnastics. Thank you, Pat McAfee, because that's a great <laughs> quote. Great what do you word. say? Salary it's called cap. salary cap gymnastics. Yes. Because that's what it really is. And not every GM is capable of doing it because there's a couple factors that go into it. One, you have to have a competitive team. You have to have guys that buying into winning and you have to be on the, you have to be close for a while. You're not going to get a, a guy on the Jaguars, you know, to restructure and do all these these salary cap gymnastics for you. It takes a, a different situation and a situation like the Saints, where they're competitive every year. Couple couple good comments coming in here. Commander Carson coming in. By the way, great name. Uh, Chiefs will still be winning the AFC West, he thinks. But Rube came in before. Said the greatest advantage in sports is a quarterback on a rookie deal, and that's where I I find that. Uh, the Jaguars are in that situation right now. We're trying to load up for um, for Trevor Lawrence. The Dolphins are now loading up on Tua. They got the Chargers loading up for Justin Herbert before he gets paid. Um, the, the Bills, I guess you could say, like they just paid their quarterback, but they were kind of in that window. So, yes, there's something to that. And he said before that Tom Brady was the example that, like, I, take less money, build the team around you, win Super Bowls. now, but... Stefan Diggs has got to be very unhappy right now seeing all the bags being dished out to stud receivers, and I think he's waiting for his bag. Well, that happens every year, though. I thought he just probably, signed. Probably Devontae Adams probably feels the same way, though. What he signed? He's now, look at his <laughs> well, – these guys are signing now. He's like, wait, yeah. wait, wait. I have a football question for you guys, though. Think about Questions. this for a second. For the past 25 years in the AFC, right, Peyton, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady ran it. It was – Sure. Not even close. Fine. Every, it was every Joe year. Flacco, Peyton Manning, and but Tom the Brady same and guys. Big Ben were the only four quarterbacks yes. to represent the AFC since like 01. Which is, which is absolutely nuts. Which is insane. So do you, I think do you think broke the mold. If you look at the AFC right now and everything that's gone on in this offseason, do you think GMs and owners are like, look, now's our shot to let's do something right now. We're Why? Because the goats are out? Put on the gas. Yeah, and, and let's go. For the past 25 years, they monopolized. They monopolized. Well, he they just said Mahomes broke the mold, right? And yeah, that's, that I, I seems think, to be. I think that every franchise should be doing this at all times anyway. You shouldn't have been like living in fear of Tom Brady. But I think were they the were, though. Maybe, maybe some were, but then guess what? They were the wrong guy for the job. Yes. Because there's no question Very about true. it. Like You should be always trying to win unless your owner is just about making money and not winning, which you see in Jacksonville and other Cincinnati other places mm. well that's a very good question a very and I think that yeah the AFC all believe now that they could strike now, now. you know what I mean like yes. now is the time if you're gonna look the, the let's call it how it is the Chargers were like a bad coaching decision away from getting in the playoffs and seeing what they could do right yeah, that was that last game but, so but at the end of the day the Chiefs are still quarterback by Patrick Mahomes they still do have a, a head coach that's been in the playoffs pretty much every year of his entire career no matter which stop he's been at uh I'm not going to write the Chiefs off just yet. A lot of football has to be played, and you haven't seen the new look Raiders yet. You don't know about their head coach. You don't know how things Another are going to play AFC out. Another team, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Team. Everybody's striking now. You're saying that, yeah. but, like, but no, everybody's jumping down their own throat. Specifically in the West, to take it back to that combo, it's like, and what we got going on in the comments that everyone still thinks in Kansas City, or a couple people think Kansas City still wins the West. I wouldn't go ahead and bet on it. I'm not putting any futures on that. Shout out to the L.A. Chargers. I might do that. But, <laughs> yeah. But, right. yeah, tough division. I think that everybody else got better. The Chiefs got a little bit worse. But 
that doesn't mean shit when it comes to lining up on Sundays. They still might be better football team. All right, so we'll see what happens. But we'll open up the phones right now, or even though that's not really a phone. Uh, there is a you can drop the because I could speak. Um, the uh, the link is in the comments, or the link is in the description of this video if you want to jump on uh, to talk about all this stuff that we just talked about. But first and foremost, I got to talk to you guys about a brand new sponsor of ours, and that is the Fusco Insurance Agency, ladies and gentlemen, a powerhouse. Okay, they got it all over there. It is a legitimate. Ari Gold type agency, and I love it. Michael Fusco of the Fusco Agency has partnered up with Chop Sports. We're very pumped about it. Multiple, multiple, multiple avenues you can go down with this guy. And what, you got something? No, no, no. Okay. Um, It's tax season. Look, it's right around the corner. He does help with that. They're all due. They offer accounting services through their prestige tax group, tax preparation and planning, bookkeeping, payroll, retirement, insurance, asset protection. Shit, they're even doing life settlements. So go do that right now. Um, They even help with, I said, retirement, employee benefits. You're a small business. You need to get your company some benefits, meaning us. And we're going to, you know, once we employ all you guys officially, we'll have to get you some benefits, right? What were we talking about before that we need benefits? No. (laughs) Today, on today's show, we were like, Fusco will do it. Or was it before the show? No, it was definitely on the show. Now I'm drawing a blank. Today it was for... um just all right great so if also <laughs> this is the well. it'll it'll come back to you so also a uh a lot of people are out there struggling trying to get cars and houses and everything because they're shit you know their credit is patent shit lawyer. what patent. patent lawyer boom done good job dina um but anyway so yes so if you have bad credit this guy can help that too with their fiscally fit credit repair that's right fiscally fit not physically fit fiscally fit you get it you understand it's a the play on words. I think it's very creative, by the way. Uh, if you're looking for a blend of personal service and expertise, those are the guys. Super friendly, super experienced. Their rates are incredibly low. Go check out Michael Fusco of the Fusco Insurance Agency. Visit their website right now, www.fuscoinsuranceagency.com. Thank you again for Fusco for joining up uh, with us. And, and, and Commander Carson saying, just subscribe, assuming this is every day. Yes, absolutely. Every single day, 11 o'clock. Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday, 11 brother. 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I typed in Tyreek Hill and got this. Good there you go. You. That's incredible. <laughs> That's incredible. Incredible, that ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if people realize when things like that come in how good it makes me feel. <laughs> I know. You're just like, like I, all of a sudden, I, you're like, you, you, you just like, made my whole like day, it. Commander Carson. If you even look through our thumbnails, you might even see yourself. What is Commander Carson? One of the thumbnails, because they do have a Commander I have a, I have a, yes, I have a, I have a, not a bold prediction or any kind of sidebar conversation. What if Commander Carson is the guy we just blocked and he came back? No. no. <laughs> I was thinking that initially. I honestly was sense. thinking that that was the first thought that I had when I saw the Yeah. I was like, oh, I never now we got Now we got to worry about that crap but Sometimes again. we have guys that we know come in and change their – they go in and edit their, their profile. This is true. So if it was somebody I, – I wonder – like nobody texted me or anything like that. So it wasn't like, hey, man, that was me. I was just making a joke. Like, well, I'm sorry. I did want to mention one thing, and then we were talking about this in pre, me and Rob, when you were in here doing the setup. Um the, the Dolphins did just get Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Two Gloves is the backup over there. So in case Tua can't throw, which he can't, we all know that. Right? <laughs> so basically, Tua can't throw. So <laughs> so they have um, what I would like to call a very similar player to a Jimmy Garoppolo who's just down to hand the ball off. And you have Mike McDaniels and you have 31 running backs. You might just see Tyreek Hill. They're going to set a world record for um, wide receiver screens. 
You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it. They got it. Go see Craig and Janine right now. And I say world record, I mean NFL record. They just cut uh, no, 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 world Alan record. Hearns. So. World record. Who? Alan Hearns. And I my guy, mention, Alan Hearns. Wait, he was to, still in the league? I can't believe yeah. we didn't talk about this earlier as well. Like, if you're a team in need of a receiver, why aren't you offering a fourth for Devontae Parker right now? Like, mm-hmm. give me Devontae Parker in Green Bay right now. Yeah, that's what you that's, want. That's just got to happen. Right, uh, Kyle day. coming in saying Commander Carson is Wentz's burner account. We know it's Wentz. Just come clean. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Commander Carson came back and said, "I'm a sad Commanders fan and a Nationals fan." Let's Two go. Is Hawaiian for trash. Anyway. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, Payne. Oh my God, stay with us because we have something. Is, um, remember Russian for terrorists. Re- <laughs> <laughs> remember, we do have a uh, the the lines are open. So if you want to jump on with us before we get into scoop and toast. Uh, do that right now, but uh, I know Dina's got something for Lilac and Sage Boutique. I sure do. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Lilac and Sage Boutique is a veteran-owned LEO spouse-operated boutique based out of North Carolina. Their goal is to continue their service by providing affordable. I swear, it wasn't you. It's was just like I know that I know that Chris is just like, what do we do in this time that we're just sitting around? No, I didn't know what to do, and I turned and I locked eyes with Dave while he was blowing oh, his water. Awkward. It sounded like he was. <laughs> Their goal is to continue their service by providing affordable clothing to other hardworking women. They ship orders all over the world. (laughs) Be sure to check them out at lilacsageboutique.com and join their mailing list. So you don't miss out on any new arrivals. I'm sorry. I'm laughing because um, I see scoops. No, I'm no, I'm I'm Alaskan. I'm laughing because of the guy who just joined us. Will be joining us shortly. His name that he used. So I don't know if anybody else is seeing oh that. My God. But in the it. green room right now uh, is uh, Scoop Espo. We'll be bringing him on in a second. And now Toast, if you you got the, <laughs> you're before, finally seeing it before they lose their crap. So by the way, Lyle, that I, won't, can, I don't know that that's going to pop up. It won't pop up, thank God. Um, but it's hilarious to us, and he knows it too. Um, <laughs> so <Thank> anyway, <laughs> Chris is losing it over here. Oh my God. <laughs> You're a legend, Scoop, Scoop, you got in me, your own bro. mind. By yeah, the way, thanks me. a lot for the uh, not hitting the under, by the way, of yesterday. So oh, man, I am joining us right now, ladies and gentlemen, both of you simultaneously, we're bringing them on. It is Scoop Espo, and it is the Mr. La- Toast. The both Alaskan bet lord himself. <laughs> the Alaskan uh, Toast? Yes. What's going on? Good morning. Good morning, guys. Uh, we got what? I can't now because there's just it doesn't doesn't let me have right. it doesn't let no. me lower it. So I'll just back my computer up a little bit. But anyway, welcome to the show, boys. Uh, we got ourselves a massive, massive Sweet 16 starting tonight. So we have the experts here. And when I say experts, just go to toast on KyleKerms.com. He makes all the picks. <laughs> what now? Yeah, I was gonna say, Scoop why do we have that. Scoop here? Again, no. college basketball. Like, wow. Because I have a basketball podcast, maybe? <laughs> and I know what I'm talking about? I mean, I so, all right. Well, to be Wait, fair, to be fair Scoop had no shot in the last one. He sat in between us, and we had a fucking big, big fight. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. A, a massive I, I actually want to so do now, everything from home now because I'm actually kind of scared. 
<laughs> so, Scoop had the, the the green light to come on in here today. Uh, he chose yep. not to uh, deal with violence, and he wanted to stay at home in the comfort of his own home and put on his uh, little gamer set because we all know we all know that Scoop plays Final Fantasy, right, Kyle? <laughs> all fade, auto, yo, uh, Kyle saying put Scoop on auto fade. Oh, oh, auto fading well, Scoop. Be careful with Scoop because he did tell us that he has notes. So very curious to see what these <laughs> notes are. Oh, this is gonna be good. Oh, baby, we're gonna uh -oh. get here. I'm talking a little hot. Okay, hey, Toast, real quick, just a quick disclaimer. I don't know if you have any fantasy baseball notes, but you could just put those away until probably early next week. Because yeah, no, I talked to him in the oh, chat. I've got like four or five pages full. Don't worry. <laughs> so that's gonna go. be a special, so we're gonna have you on next week a special produced show we're gonna do a fantasy baseball show uh with with gooch and of course toast and myself we'll all talk some fantasy baseball next week but ladies and gentlemen it is time to dance um and we're going back to it the sweet 16 starts tonight we'll get what is happening here it looks like it smell like <laughs> you gotta read it scoop that couch behind you looks like it's, it smells it's like actually hair. it's actually dog hair i don't i hate cats personally wow you hate cats that yeah. now you're just just down the totem pole That's here <laughs> unbelievable unbelievable but that was a fun a fantastic comment uh kyle saying that the couch behind you looks like it's actually a casting like couch it's the cat oh a casting couch yeah. in your own living room congratulations yeah. bro <laughs> not a lot of us can pull that off all right so anyway we got ourselves a game and listen i'm not gonna have you guys talk over each other until that time comes i want to start with toast and i want to start with the first game and i hope you're okay with at least giving us a lean of where you're going or maybe you're just your full bet. Whatever you want to do. I know KyleKerms.com is going to have everything uh, later on today, but Kyle did ask you who you're going with. So let's bring up the first game uh, that we have here on this. And I know Kyle, you're over there. You're good over there, Dina? Yeah, I got it. All right. So here we go. Villanova. Okay. Villanova's coming in. Minus four and a half. They're playing Michigan. For, personally, I, again, I'm not the expert here when it comes to this, but I do know that Michigan is definitely outperformed any expectations of to be here right like they're just not a lot of team uh, jimmy palumbo once said that these guys didn't even deserve to get into the tournament at all i think because of the amount of teams in the big 10 that they should have been the final one and the making indiana and Rutgers have to do the playing situation i think michigan should have been there okay that's my opinion but all right. i also don't know shit about shit okay so you don't know shit about shit but that's why we have toast toast how you feeling about this one first uh, so Michigan Villanova, um, here's the thing about Michigan and Villanova. Yes, Michigan is definitely one of those teams that you can say shouldn't be there, but there's absolutely no question about the talent that's on that team. They have size, they have length, uh, everything that they do when they look good, they're on, um, Hunter Dickinson, um, is one of those guys that, um, very highly touted. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but he can score and get rebounds. And that's one thing um, with Villanova is that they're not the biggest team. Michigan has another freshman in Diabate who could be a star in the NBA. This kid's just 6'11", plays like a guard. Um, but at the same time, um, they're not a very good defensive team. Uh, and Villanova is everything that you can ask for in a basketball team. They're sound. They're well coached. Uh, they have a a player in Colin Gillespie that's been playing for 20 years. Um, so it's really hard to not like that Villanova team. All right. So it's really hard not to like the Villanova team. Obviously an official pick will come later on today. Make sure you uh, subscribe. If you're, if you're not a subscriber of the VIP service that Kyle offers, be sure to do that. So you can get all the picks, by the way, I did not, I, I rode with the top plays yesterday, rode with the parlays. I think I went like, 
Four and six yesterday with the sauce. Uh, lost a couple units. But guess what? That's why we're back today, boys. That's why we're going to clean up on the Sweet 16. Uh, Scoop, so your thoughts on uh, on what Toast just said and this game in general? Yeah, so this is uh, pretty much a rematch of the 2018 national game where Nova killed them. Um, but Michigan's riding the, you know, we shouldn't be here mentality. Um, you know, they, they rely pretty much big on the pick and roll. And like, you know, Toast said, Dickinson's pretty – He's a, he's a great player. Um, but the reason they're here is they're just making their shots. I mean, they're shooting over 50% in, in all their games, and they're also keeping their opponents' threes down. But Nova shoots a lot of threes, a lot of them, and they're going to make them. Um, you know, Michigan's bigger down low, but Nova is the best, one of the best offenses in the country. They're going to match up well on both ends, and I don't think when Nova's, Nova gets going, Michigan's going to stop them. I think Nova covers. Hey, toast. Uh, so Michigan's the bet. Michigan. Uh, Michigan's the bet. With, no. What? Yeah. Oh, we're um, fading. We're auto fading. We're auto fading. So, but toast. When I, when, when you look at a game in this round now, because this is the first time I've actually ever uh, followed all of your picks in this tournament. And again, we've cashed on a couple. We've missed on a couple. But the big thing that you said that I thought was like an original thought, but it seems to be a trend. Now that we're in the Sweet Sixteen and these offenses are better, are we done with the whole first half on their stuff? Um, we're done with it as far as betting the board. I'm definitely going to have a couple first half unders on tonight's playing, but it's the same type of, um, thing as before. These teams are now going to a brand new place where they've never played before. So now there's new sight lines. It's the intensity's up. This is the biggest moment of their life. So the same strategy still plays into it. You're just not playing as many. As well as just the increased defensive effort by both teams. Right. You know, because yeah. it's, there's more on the line. That That is always a factor for me. All right. All right. I mean, every time Toast talks, I want to run through that wall. Like, he's going to say, the biggest night of their life. There we go. Really quickly for Michigan, if you do like the Michigan side, I'll give you guys a little bit of one trend. Uh, Michigan, 10-1-1 ATS, their last 12 on a neutral site. Ooh. All right. Well, I do like Michigan in this one. I have no you idea do. why you're in that. You're in that think, like shouldn't be here mentality. I just, as I look at the points spread, this is the one that's the most fishy to me. This okay. was the hardest game for me among the four today. No question. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see what that what, what toast comes up with later. But it seems like uh, Scoop has said that the Villanova uh, will cover tonight. So moving on. Here we go. So the Arizona Wild, Wildcats. Yeah, right. Wildcats minus one and a half a, speed. What speed? Speed the movie yeah. with Keanu. Um, yeah, but not. I don't know the Wildcats reference from that. From no, that I don't. Which is weird. I usually know all movie references, but anyway, uh, Arizona minus one and a half versus Houston. Scoop. We'll start with you, bro. Where Where are you going with this one? Yeah. Um. So the Wildcats had a scare last game with TCU. I feel um, like I'm sorry. I, I want to cut you off. I feel like he was like, I don't know. Pick somebody. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm actually pretty confident in these games. All right, let's go. Um, uh, Kirk Creasa came back from his sprained ankle. He hasn't looked good so far coming back. Um, you know, Houston won back-to-back double-digit, double-digit wins. It's been a trend. Defense wins championships, like like Chris said. Uh, they're really physical. They cause a lot of turnovers. Arizona's been awful with turnovers. I never said 16. that. <laughs> he never said that. No, I'm just fucking with you, Scoot. Sorry. Arizona, 64 turnovers last four games. That's not good. Fun, fun. Yeah. Uh, but Arizona is the best re- rebounding team in the country. But I think it's this is the biggest toss-up for me. I think Houston has a size problem, but I think they're gonna they're gonna win. 
They're gonna straight out win. You like Houston? Also, here. this right. game from Texas, so good for good for Houston. Oh yeah, Houston got a basically like a quote home game, but we'll see. Toast, how you feeling about this one, bro? Um, so here's the thing: TCU and Houston are very similar. TCU is just not as good at what they want to do as Houston does. So Houston is definitely going to be defensively sound. That's all they do: defensive, defense, and rebounds. Defense and rebounds. That's what they like to do. They like to force turnovers and they like to really slow the pace down. Uh, Houston averages at like around 19 seconds of possession. The average is 17, where Arizona's in that like four, just high 14s, low 15s area. Uh, it's going to be not this really easy for Arizona to go up and down on this Houston team. Arizona does have the size advantage, but they don't have the grit that it takes to rebound offensively and defensively uh, with this Houston team. This is going to be a close game. Um, but I'm definitely taking Houston in this matchup as well. Um, I took two. I'm taking the one and a half. Um, I do think they win this game. He mentioned Kirk Creesa. If Kirk Creesa, even if he's on the floor, that's going to be bad news. I mean, in the last two possessions, I think he took like four or five threes against TCU. If he, if they'll, if these guys aren't taking good shots, it's not going to matter. Uh, Benedict Matherin and Christian Coloco are the two other stars for Arizona. But at the same time, Josh Carlton has been playing amazing for Houston and the way that they play team defense, the size isn't really going to matter as much for Arizona. Just based off of what I just heard right there, I feel like, and you don't have to give this away toast, but I feel like this might be one of your first half unders. With all this defense stuff, I feel like this might be one of those. I don't want to give anything away, but you never know. If uh, Arizona so our, plays like it did the first two games, they're going right to get killed. To, um, what? I don't mean to cut you off, Scoop, but I want to take one moment right here to announce for Kyle that he's got his app out, bro. We didn't even talk oh, about shit. Kyle's That's app. Right. Wow. Network is now available on, fi- on iOS. OS. Mac OS. Mac OS or iOS? Or iOS. 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 I think it's Yo, get, absolutely. The congratulations to the Google Sauce Play, Network, and, yeah, man. Google Play. That happened yesterday. Actually, uh, Toast sent us a, a group screenshot of his like home screen, and it said like the Sauce Network icon was on there. I was like, so, so yes. oh, shit. Okay. Basically, go on to where you download apps from and just type in Sauce Network and download the app. If you're listening to this show and you're watching what we do and you're in Chop Sports, then you know that we're, we're good buddies with Kyle. Help him out. He helps us out. I'm not saying like help him out. Definitely doesn't need our help. I wonder if that uh, what do you get? Like, do you get paid per download when you have, have an no app? No idea how that works. I'll talk to him. I'll talk to him. I'm, 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 to him, co- I'm just curious. A conversation with Kyle after the show because no, I definitely have you don't some get questions. paid for the app. Um, but it's just a service. Just a service. Okay. Yeah. Either way, it's just a great thing. That's it's, awesome. It's cool to see somebody that I've watched grow from like I I only met Kyle a couple years ago and he was in a very similar spot to where we're at now and look where he's at now. You know, so yeah, so it's very inspiring grow, stuff. Very, Congratulations very for you, Kyle. Proud to be working with you. What's buddy. the title for app for the Apple? What? Come on, just type just, in Sauce yeah. Network. Just All right, yeah, Sauce Network, easy to do. All right, moving on. What do we got, Dina? She scrambles to the mouse. Oh God, we're moving on. All right, so it is the Dukies, the Duke Blue Devils are taking on Texas Tech. Texas Tech is favored by one and a half, which was to your surprise, right? Because you thought you thought when I, yeah, we were looking I, up these lines that. Duke would actually be favored in this game, and they are not. Texas Tech. I have no idea why. No, but Texas Tech has been playing good ball all year, and I finally started watching them in the tournament. Yes, I'm a fair weather basketball guy when it comes to the college tournament or the college season, but I started watching Texas Tech. Those kids can ball. They're very, very good. Um, Toast, we'll start with you, bro. This is probably another hard one uh, to pick, but uh, the Duke Blue Devils are obviously on Coach K's last leg, so there's there's something to that. Look. I know there's analytics, I know there's stats, I know there's numbers, but I remember once upon a time, uh, Kyle faded 
Pittsburgh one night and I was like, no, it's 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 Ben's last home game. Like, is there something to that in this play with Coach K being on the outs? I do think there's a little bit to it. Um, I think that people are going to look at how the second round game is. Here's one thing that's different from the round of 32. When you go from the round of 32 to the round of 16, you've got four days to prepare now. So it's not like Duke is playing a game yesterday and now they're hanging out and now they got to come play this Texas tech team with no preparation. So Coach K and his staff are going to have them ready. That said, Texas tech, amazing team. Uh, Kevin McCullers and uh, company, um, no middle defense. That's what they do. Uh, they don't allow you to score inside. Duke can shoot. Uh, there's That's one thing that they can do. Uh, they have Paulo Bancaro, who's going to be one of the bigger our top picks in the uh, NBA draft. Uh, Jeremy Roach and A.J. Griffin are both players that uh, you have to watch out for. Um, it's not as easy, but listen, for me, I was going back and forth on this for a while, and I really wanted to – be sharp and take Texas tech, but the world's on Texas tech, like action network, seven to one, Atlas all that stuff. On Texas tech. Atlas <laughs> betting. Let's not joke around boys. <laughs> taking, so, taking a massive alternate line here. So I'm, I'm taking Duke, uh, the line, yeah. the li- I'm getting a, I'm getting a point. I'm taking Duke. I'm taking the point, And that's going to be a first half under as well. I think they hey. come to come to play. I do believe that if, Crunch comes to or push comes to shove. Coach K is going to get some calls. Um, so yeah, I, I'm gonna fade everybody and I'm gonna take the Duke Blue Devils as much as it makes me want to throw up in my mouth. There you go, <laughs> Toast. I'm proud of you. At least the second part of that statement. Yeah. I think that there's too much pressure on these young kids at Duke. They're all freshmen. Every every one of these major programs are just filled with freshmen. So added pressure. Um, Coach K last game, hopefully for my sake, because I'm tired <laughs> of seeing his disgusting face. On oh the my. Court. But, yeah, Disgusting I'm going to go with Texas Tech in this one just because they're a really good team and the added pressure for Duke. But I have no other reasons other than that. And I'm going to be completely transparent about where I got this information. It was on Twitter, in Twitter spaces, listening to Toast <laughs> and, <laughs> and his buddies like a week ago. So All right, it. well, there you go. I'm taking that analysis from there. So Twitter spaces a brand new uh, – not brand well. new, but it's it's one of those things where they just – you can come up with a group and then just get in there and start talking shit. And when when all of a sudden you get that notification that Kyle and Toast are in there, you're like, oh! <laughs> you're, like, you're jumping in. Let's get this pick. Bro, it's like listening to 13 Toasts at once. Talk college. Todd, Todd, Todd. I know. Everybody's out each other. It's great. Scoop, how do you feel, man? You think Dookie's going to pull this one off or what? No, first of all, Coach K has the uh, Tommy D drip, like the uh, the, the, the Giuliani drip. <laughs> yeah, he's the an Giuliani drip. Bum. Get him, get him oh, out of here. Man. No, I picked Texas Tech before the as my main bracket to win the whole thing. So um, I'm not going to stop betting on that. Like, oh, yeah, no, against, wait, like Texas Tech against two. Anybody? So that's gone. But at least I still have my winner. Um, so on the surface, Duke has everything going well for them, and they have more talented players than Texas Tech. They should be killing teams. They're not. They're, uh, they struggled against Cal State Fullerton. They got rocked by Virginia Tech. Uh, and even though it's Michigan State they struggled with, it's Michigan. It's it's not Michigan State like past yeah, year. Michigan State has been on a downward spiral for the last five years, I yeah. think. So Texas Tech may have the best defense in the whole co- in the country. Um, all right. I think they're, they're going to pull it out. Their last game offensively was probably their worst all year. And Duke hasn't played a top 10 defense since Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Zaga. Zaga. <laughs> don't uh, do it. Don't do it. It's, too early, it's too early for toast, man. He's, he's he hasn't yeah, had his toast like yet. 4 a.m. He hasn't even uh, shot a moose yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Duke's defense has struggled too, and I think uh Texas Tech's gonna win. 
All right. We'll Bye. see. Just we'll one play. question, Scoop. When, at what point in the season has the Texas Tech offense impressed you? Go ahead. Oh, no, it hasn't. I, I say <laughs> they're going to win because okay. of the defense. Right. Just wanted to make sure. So do you not do you not do you not agree that their last game offensively was their worst all year? Uh, I don't have all year in front of me. I can't make that general statement. Well, yeah, so I can't make a general statement of if they were good this year either. <laughs> Here we go. It has begun, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, it I'm is, looking why really are you just fucking coach the demon. January fifth, they scored fifty-one against Iowa State. Their That's a pretty team. bad performance. 52 against Oklahoma State, the last game of the season. So Duke scores I disagree. 55 tonight, and Texas gets I disagree. 65, wins by 10 today. <laughs> well, we got a question from the uh, from the audience over here. Uh, uh, I'm a huge Duke fan, right? So do you think Sorry. people are uh, riding Texas Tech because of the fact people hate Duke so yes. much? Yes. Or I, I, that, do you really I mean, think that they, they – Stand the, that could be a thing. stand the chance against Duke because I know so they were the team and the coach for Texas now used to be the coach for Texas Tech, right? And he left to go to Texas because I, I was listening to ESPN all day and they were saying how it'd be crazy if Texas Tech won a national all championship right. because this guy's now at Texas, mm-hmm. you know? So, I, like I said, I, yeah. I put, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, so yeah. I think yeah. that's a perfect no, here goes storm, Sorry. honestly. <laughs> Say it so, again, so, so, honestly, that's a perfect storm. Texas Tech is a good basketball team. There's no question about that. What Mark Adams has done, implementing that no middle defense, every team that plays them cannot score in the paint. There's no – this is not a me a bet against Texas Tech. This is a bet against essentially the public and every single person that wrote Texas Tech in their final four like Scoop. So I thought the, t- I thought the, the public was on Duke tonight and the, most of the tickets. Uh, am I wrong on that or – I think I think the public's on Duke. According to Atlas betting, they I are. think that there's a, a, a major discrepancy here. Well, there's a difference between brackets and betting. I know Scoop is on uh, Texas Tech. I know Toast is on Duke, but I don't know what the public is on because I'm getting mixed uh, mixed reviews here. Yeah, okay. I don't know. So I'm, I'm going to just most. go ahead and know that I know hold on, Toast. Hold on, hold on. Just toast. I know Toast, so I'm going to go with what Toast is saying because I I think did I ever meet Atlas betting? Is he somebody that I like, don't know who Atlas betting is, but like I was. He's on the Sauce Network. He's a subscriber to there. Yeah, so he's one of our guys. Here's the money. uh, 56% on Duke. 44% on Texas Tech. Thank you, Kyle. So there you go. Thank you, Kyle, for that information. And hopefully, Kyle, we see you here in in studio tomorrow for an eight-game NBA slate. And, of course, we'll talk more college basketball tomorrow night. Uh, One more game? Yes, right? We only did three. So this is one more game. Here we go. The final uh, game we're going to take. And this is... the uh, alum, I guess. I mean, yes, honest? right. He honest? went, right. He, but he has several. He has several, t- several ties. Yes. When he keeps on saying, like, got to say the name right. Like, I'm not sure if I'm saying it right or so, wrong. So, oh yeah, here we go. Hey, here, here we go. Ready? Well, the guy. Hey, oh no, no, here we go. Here we go. Toast. Who's playing in this game? Who's playing in this game? The Gonzaga Bulldogs. Gonzaga. Gonzaga. It's not the Zags because they're the the Zagas. They're not the Zags. <laughs> oh, the so I had the Don bar right. I was saying Zaga. So, so, so how do you say Costco? <laughs> does anybody say Costco? Because I get into a fight with my girlfriend about Costco? this all the time. It's Costco. Costco. My mom works for Costco. Costco. Okay, so how much does your how much did that cup? Cost, cost. <laughs> I'm from Boston now, <laughs> right? So I'm um, not wrong here. If that, if it's definitely, I believe so, it's definitely, so. I believe it's definitely Costco. Yes, but I say Costco. Like that's just how I speak. Like I hate and obviously despise anybody who calls it orange and not orange. Like it orange? just, I, I don't so want to rip Florida, your throat out. Florida. 
Or Florida. Florida. It's Florida. Florida thing. Yeah, see, I can't stand that shit. Anyway, so Gonzaga will be taking on Arkansas. Gonzaga is favored by nine and a half in the Sweet 16. Do you buy this hype for your Zags there, <laughs> yeah, Toast? He had Costco headquarters right now. I do. I do buy the hype for the Zags. Um, Listen, uh, I'm not trying to take away anything that Arkansas has done, but uh, what you're going to hear is the Zags didn't look good. They didn't cover their first two games, and that might be so. Uh, The game against Georgia State, Georgia State was one of the best 16 seeds you're going to see in a long time, and they were obviously didn't play well the first part, uh, but it was a basket at the end, depending on what number it got. If you got, if you covered, um, obviously their last game against Memphis, it was a close game, but Memphis was playing some of the best basketball. If you filter it out for the last month, they're playing some of the best basketball in the country. Very talented. That's why they were a top 25 team to begin the year. Uh, Drew Timmy's probably going to be the key tonight. Uh, he was horrible in that first half. The last game came out in the second half, had 18 points in 10 minutes. Um, I really think that it's a bad matchup for Arkansas. Arkansas made, I think, like 13 or 14 field goals, something like that, a small number against New Mexico State. They lived at the free throw line. Gonzaga is not going to foul them. Um, I I don't see how – and this is not just me being a homer. I just don't see how Arkansas is going to be able to cover the the two gigs for Gonzaga. The point spread indicates that as well. I don't think many people, including Vegas or the the odds makers – uh, disagree with you here on that one. I think in in this case, Gonzaga, right? <laughs> yes, Gonzaga you're correct. <laughs> pretty much got their hiccup out of the way, and they still won the game. That's how I looked at that last game against Memphis. You know, that's a tough team. They had their scare. They got over the hump, and I think this is the Zags' year. I've been saying that. I've just they've been. A couple people said, like, oh, I'm so tired of Gonzaga already, and they haven't even won yet. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> right. Like, let them get one. Right. right. And then we get one that's the one thing with Arkansas is that they don't have depth. And so they're only going to play like six or seven guys. So if they start getting in foul trouble, it could get dirty or really fast, like fast. This could be... Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Toshi. Team totals over. Gonzaga. First half, Gonzaga. Everybody. Gonzaga Gonzaga all day long. Scoop, do you agree with all this? So Arkansas beat Vermont and New Mexico State to be here. Um, But they didn't really beat them. They outlasted them. (laughs) They should have been knocked out twice. Um, Arkansas is getting to the free throw uh, throw line more than the other team. But like Toast said, they're not going to be fouling them. Um, He said true Timmy's going to lead the way. I agree with him. Gonzaga's been struggling from the free throw line. But a few free throw misses isn't going to be enough for this. Gonzaga's too efficient down low. Their interior defense is amazing. They're going to run the court together, I think, but they don't have Arkansas doesn't have the offense to stay with Gonzaga. And I think that uh, I think Gonzaga's going to win by double digits. Yeah. You said they're going to they're they're run the court together. That's probably not going to play well for a team that's got only a seven man rotation to just run right. and run and I run. I pray to God they try to run with us. I pray <laughs> to God they yeah, try they to, to run. They with need us. to Greg pop this and play the half court game and just no running. <laughs> just, just Arkansas offense isn't and good, man. Like, the they're, not, they're shooting twenty percent from three. They're not going to hang with Gonzaga. All right, so you, both of you guys agree that this might get ugly fast. So. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see. Guys, Toast, Scoop, thank you guys for coming on today. Both of you guys will be more than welcome to come back on tomorrow to talk the other four games that are going down uh, tomorrow night. And, or tomorrow, Yeah, tomorrow night. And that includes St. Pete's that we're all really, um, really excited about. So at least Jersey represent. Um, yeah. But, for, but for, for Toast today, 
Go Zags. All right, go Zags yes, for the toast. So thank you guys for joining us, um, and uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. So that is toast and scoop that we brought on for the college experts. And let me tell you, they, they got some insight, man. They got some insight. It's a, it's a lot. Um, I learned a lot. Uh, I know where I'm going with my bets tonight, even if – even if Toast didn't really give us like the picks, picks, honestly, I think he feel, I feel like honestly, he did. I feel like a lot of times I want to be like Kyle. Don't give me your pick; just give me the analysis and let me pick, and then like ask him after, like, "All right, that this is, is my pick," and see how it goes from there. Because a lot of times I I battle with myself throughout football season. I'm trying to cherry pick the games that I'm going to fade on him, and it it most of the time it didn't work out. Like it happened a few times where, but like I, if you're going to ride the ticket, just ride the ticket. That's I agree. my advice. I agree. Commander Carson coming in saying this channel is great. You know what, Commander Carson? You're the only Commander Carson that I like. Uh, <laughs> All right? Because the other guy's a jerk off, and I'm glad he's back in the NFC. He's good luck. Well, I'm a Cowboys fan if you're brand new to this. He's about to unsubscribe now. Yeah. He's clearly <laughs> no. a Washington Commander. Of course he is. And look, I, uh, you know, by the way, Commander Carson, I don't know if, you're, if you know this, but once upon a time, Chop Sports was the one to release that this team was going to be called the Commanders before anybody Pat else. Pat McAfee show. Pat McAfee show. The only, show, the we, only major news publication, which we're going to call him that now because he is that. He is that. Right? And you can go check out our pinned tweet. You can follow us at Chop Sports Media on Twitter. Look at the pinned tweet. It gives us a little shout. Ah. Shout out. I love those guys. Those guys are great. They're on, the they're on in the main room man. every day. Uh, because those guys are the real ones, you know, and they bring on the real ones, meaning when they, even though ugh, they do bring on Arlovsky a couple times, and I'm just like, uh, it's all right. He's allowed to have his people. I like Arlovsky on ask, that show. Asking questions and shit like that, but I'll tell you what, if he has Arlovsky on and Arlovsky said some foul shit, he's going to ask him, why'd you say that? And that's what I fuck with Pat McAfee for. He had Ian Rappaport on, and he straight up called him out. Why do you report salaries for this way, for this one this way, and the other one that way? Mm. You know, it's like you're trying to paint a narrative here and it works because the media does it all the time in all phases of life. So I agree. I agree. So it's been an absolute banger of a show today. We have ourselves the Sweet 16th going out tonight. Obviously, we'll ho hopefully have Kyle either like that or in studio, however he wants to do it. We'll be back tomorrow with a big NBA slate, a big weekend ahead. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's you check out the, the situation with the Orioles. Oh, yeah, so wow. Like a, this okay. is just to give this you an is, indication yeah. as to why the, the, players, had a touch on the this. players get shit on in, in Major League Baseball. The new CBA, I say the new CBA because it really doesn't do much for these players. Like, you got the two, or, and I say these players, the Orioles are the most embarrassing franchise that I've ever, I didn't experience them. But what's going on in Baltimore right now? You have Trey Mancini and you have John Means. They're they're clearly their two best players. Best right? players, yeah. They're eligible for arbitration. Uh, one guy asked for $8 million, one guy asked for seven. The Orioles are literally taking them to arbitration over like over fifteen million dollars. Five no, fifteen million would be understandable. Over like five hundred grand combined. <sighs> you know, so I you was got, just talking about both price yeah, tags together. No, it's like eight and seven million, and they're they're trying to counter they're with penny like pinches. seven point eight million instead. And then like instead of just giving the guy two hundred grand, right? Just you want to go to arbitration and litigate. And what happens in arbitration is essentially it's like this is why you suck. And we're not going to pay you what you want. You don't. You don't hit with men on base. You and the, the team that you that you play for just bashes you in court, and you go and speak your your side of it, and then a lawyer decides who's right, and that's how you get paid. You know, it's funny. The most shitty system. It's like 
I read the article and it's like breaking up with your girlfriend or not breaking up with your girlfriend, being like telling her all the shitty things you you don't like, like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. And then being like laying down with her that night. Right. Like it doesn't work that way. It's so funny. Speaking of the Baltimore Orioles, their uh, their Twitter, um, whoever runs their social media, put out a picture of Odor, who, by the way, now plays with the Orioles, um, a picture of Odor in a Yankees uniform. And then the meme after that was selecting upgrade and then uh, Odor with a beard. And it said like upgrade. I was like, yeah. Solid upgrade going from the Yankees to the Orioles. Yeah, and he's their solid. He's their second highest paid player, which is unbelievable. This whole the, the baseball is just for that for those franchises like them, uh, the 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 not the Rays, the Marlins. You know, teams that just don't give a shit about any of their fan base and just want to line their pockets instead of pay their players. Like you guys are shit, man. Shit, absolute shit. I'll be here fairly late. Chris Payne, if you're in the studio tonight, well, define tonight, bro. I got things to do, place to go, people to see. Feel me? I so. Uh, yeah, well, Dino Dino lives here, so, <laughs> so she actually put a, set up a cot yesterday. I'm kidding on that one. Um, oh, Scoop, yeah, Scoop will be in here later on today because the cross-court cast will go down tomorrow, so I guess he can kind of touch on college going into tonight, but I would, if I was Scoop, I would preview more about Rob, tomorrow's you know game. I'm thinking about right now? Thinking about this show The same thing I'm thinking about? <laughs> the pencil cup? <laughs> oh, you a bunch of... Bunch of a bunch of hooligan stoners over here that I a work hooligan with. Hooligan stoner. That's Hooligans. Just, there's hooligans. no like a what? hooligan and a stoner. They're like counter. They're like the polar. Hooligans, opposite. I tell you. Hooligans drink. Stoners just chill. <laughs> what do they do? So am I a hooligan for drinking? I think you might be more of a hooligan. I'm a hooligan now. All right, cool. I'm, I'm with like it. The, hooligans are so guy. cool. Hello, guy. Over oh here. man. Oh, they just. Whoa, what? Marlins. Marlins signed Solaire. Wait, what? Solaire wasn't he wasn't a free agent. Yeah, he was. Solaire? Didn't he just turn down money, but like was still wasn't an extension? Okay. Okay, pasa. No, you understand what I'm saying? Did, who was the guy no. that turned down the bag from the Nationals? That's Soto. Oh, Soto. I got him. Okay. All right. So like, the Marlins, speaking of Marlins being cheap and don't spend money, uh, the minute Jeter leaves town, they bring in <laughs> Solaire. So two days ago. That's, he's, that's or, great. he's already on the on the trade block. <laughs> right. They're just right. using this signing to try and uh bolster their farm system most likely. chris Payne coming in where are you going dave kids got sniffles again you know i'm gonna use that forever i showed steph that yesterday by the way she was fucking she was cracking up all right let's get out of here for starch and gooch and of course dina thank you so much for manning the battles where are you going battle stations <laughs> over there uh for the bot that came in uh shout out to you welcome back to hopefully you subscribe and then unsubscribe dude we lost a subscriber i know man i'm so sorry i had to block him and of course for a4 for putting up with all this bullshit and me calling him out during his piss and of course wrestling rob we thank you guys for joining us here on the Chop Sports Daily. Come back tomorrow. It is an NBA-loaded slate for Friday and anything that breaks, which means it's 12-13 as we're signing off right now. That means at 12-17, something will break, and uh, we'll be here tomorrow to every talk day. about it every single day. See you guys tomorrow. The Packers signed Jair Alexander to long-term deal. That's what's going to break today.